0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to Coffee with Casey, where we get together every Thursday, talk about the topics, strategies that help. You know, our team has had um, um, really good success on getting our homes priced right, sold in the first seven days, you know, doing about $140, $150 million a a year, but but our model of offering 4.5%, so getting the sellers in and out without paying a lot of money. Getting the home sold correctly, getting them priced right, getting them marketed correctly. So that's been a huge success, but we have really it is geographically bound until we decided we were gonna open up the team and we're gonna take our model that has got us, you know, six to ten times the market share in the markets we're in, and team up with top agents, not newer agents, but I mean the top agents in the field, the number one agents in the field that we felt could take our model. And what they're doing, and their experience, and their expertise, and really come into a market that is, in my opinion, underserved. Just quick example, you know, we talked to uh, Ferris uh, Eways uh, the other day, who is by far, you know, he one of the top agents in samson Properties, and he's working in Willowsford. They're currently paying six percent for their commissions. They won't do that anymore. They're currently putting in twenty-five 000 to thirty thousand dollars in home improvements just to sell their house. They're not going to do that anymore. They are selling in 40 to 50 days. They're not going to do that anymore. And they're selling at a lower percentage of their assessment, and they're not going to do that anymore. So between our team and Ferris, we're going to take Willis for it. And you met Ferris the other day. He's a very dynamic guy. He's a, he's a great, great you know, person to team up with. So I'm playing golf with Danny, and Danny goes, hey, you know, we don't talk about you know, we don't talk politics, and we don't talk um, about business. Right. We don't even keep score. We're just having a good time. hitting the ball having a good score, <laughs> even though he's hitting by like a 75, 76. you not keep score. So, so Danny goes, Hey, man, we got a big team coming in here, two big teams coming in. And he never really comments on anything coming into the company with me. He goes, I got two big teams. I mean, Donnie's got a, <laughs> a big feather in his cap. He's got the top <laughs> group in um in um, Prince Wynn County. I'm like, he does, huh? And Danny couldn't pronounce the guy's name either. You know, I still can't pronounce the guy's name. So, but i met at a mastermind. Guy walks up to me we start talking. It's like, man, that I, I guy's sharp, man. He's pretty sharp. Same guy, right? So once we secured Ferris and we got everything up and running in Willowsford, we immediately turned to Dominion Valley where we felt um, was a, an area where a lot of our sellers are going to want to go. And they want to go to Willowsford. They're going west. We're big out here in Vienna, which I would consider the east. And so all of our sellers and people, it's either here or there, right? So anyways, I called Johnny. I said, Johnny, let's get together. And, um, you know, we met, yada, yada, yada. Uh, kind of our philosophies met very well together. Um, he had a market in Dominion Valley that he really wants to go after and take over. Johnny is right this second is the number one agent in Piedmont. He's got a 20% market share. He dominates that market. And now it's time for the Casey Sampson team and Johnny and Laura G to expand and and start helping people. And and when I show you a chart in five minutes, it's going to blow your mind. It's just going to absolutely blow your mind on how important this partnership is. So Johnny, uh, with all my heart, man, I want to welcome you to the Casey Sampson team um we had a great great outing yesterday i like i like the country club living you know instead of coffee we're drinking uh bloody mary's it's my kind of it's my kind of thing so welcome welcome to the casey sampson team why don't you tell everybody a little bit about yourself
1: hey casey man appreciate it we're super freaking excited about um this new relationship with you guys um you know laura and i we have we have a small team there's a couple agents but uh like you mentioned, I think we align very similarly with how we approach listings, and and ultimately want to help the sellers with their bottom line. Um, dude, I don't like to leave Haymarket, and when you said you wanted to go after Dominion Valley and help help those sellers, to me and Laura it was a no-brainer, quick decision. Yeah. Um, so dude, we're ready to get after it. We you know we raised our families out here, we live the lifestyle every day. There's no one better that can sell dominion valley and the gated golf course lifestyle communities than than us and with your strong back back end and and expertise man we're gonna kill it i i, I just i'm thrilled man i put my nice yeah. jacket on for you today i'm ready to go let
0: That's- me tell you something i was expecting nothing less than one of your better jackets today all right now you said that being Dominion Valley is like, uh, what did you say? Like living Saturday every day? Saturday. It's a, yeah,
1: it's, it's it's a lifetime of Saturdays. You know what? It's like waking up on a Saturday. You don't have to work. You're like, what are we going to do? Maybe you sleep in a little bit. You head to the golf course. It's a lifetime of Saturdays. That's how they originally rolled out the community. And I think we can keep working with that.
0: Well, it is true because, I mean, I I do love playing golf, and but it's 20 minutes away for me to drive to the course. And that is prohibitive most of the time, especially going down 66. But while we're talking about 66, one of the things that I think helped our team and Dominion Valley and all of Haymarket and, and Centerville in and that area is when I came to your place yesterday, I jumped on 66, it's finished. And I mean, the ramps were ready and blah, blah, blah. And Some of the ramps weren't open, but they're ready to be open. And I literally took 31 minutes. I was 20 minutes early for our meeting because I it took me 31 minutes to get from Vienna to, to Gainesville. So, or to Haymarket. Uh, hey so I said, actually, Dominion Valley. So I called up Kevin. I said, Kevin, can you price out a 4,000 square foot house in Vienna, um, built in 2004, and then price a house in Dominion Valley, 4,000 square feet, built in 2004? I said, give me the delta between those two houses. Hmm. So, a few seconds, he calls up and he goes, All right, a house in Vienna is 1.65 million at that size and that age. A house in Dominion Valley is a million fifty and that size and that age. So it's $600,000 at the Delta for a 31 minute drive. So that is $20,000 a minute. So the home prices go down $20,000 a minute for every mile you drive to the West, or yeah, for every minute you drive to the West, right? So this is consistent with Arlington, Vienna, with McLean to Vienna, with, you know, it's very consistent moving down the cars, what the price changes are. So fairly dramatic. I do believe um, now that your commute time, as you said, is kind of, you don't talk about it that much because it is a little, it is a little extensive, but with the new 66 and the new express lanes, you may go from an hour and 10 minutes to 45 minutes. And you know when again, if you consider twenty thousand dollars a minute, if you can reduce commute time, then it increases the value of your homes compared to the other homes. So, I, you know, I do think that. Don't look for everybody to start bidding your houses up, but I do think these transportation uh, things help towns, Silverline and Ashburn, um, you know, uh, Route sixty six for you guys. I think you're the biggest beneficiaries, you know, of that. So, so that's going to play out. I want to, before we start talking about Dominion Valley and using that as a feature deal, I want to I go on um, and show you some charts. You know, we always look at, at charts. I'm a numbers guy. And I want to show you something that's going to blow your mind away. All right. So <clears throat> this is a chart. And I went in and I said, seems like a lot of houses are withdrawing. So how many homes in the last 30 days withdrew and how many homes went under contract? So in Aldi, 75% of the homes withdrew and 25% of the homes went under contract. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: If you look at all the cities out here, you'll see that really only two, only Percyville and what's the other one here, Oak Hill, have really sold more homes than have withdrawn and if you look at ashburn i mean 81 percent of the homes that's four to one for, for every house that with that sold or went under contract four houses withdrew now here's why we do what we do right so we sell Pretty much 95% of our homes, the only homes we don't sell are if sellers say, nope, that price is not as high as I want. They're unrealistic and just say, forget it all week, which is a mistake. Pretty much all our sell and they all sell within the first week. But if you look at this chart, you realize how important what we're doing is. Let's go to Dominion Valley. So for every one home that went under contract, two homes withdrew. So these are two sellers whose property values are going to go down because they've withdrawn their property. They've seen that it's gotten stale. They've been frustrated. They've done everything they could. And somebody came along and either overpriced it or didn't prepare it well or didn't market it well. So, you know, if we look at these, that's why we have to have somebody on our team in Ashburn, top producer in Ashburn, top producer in Aldi, top producer in Dominion Valley. So this should not happen. This should be, Nine homes under contract for every one that withdrew. That's what this chart should look like. So, if anyone doesn't think that our job is important, you know what we do. This is what we face. Right? It's a disgrace. Now, as as you found out yesterday, Johnny, that pricing a home. You congratulations, by the way, just sold your one point five five million dollar home. That was a great one. Um, and then you're, you're putting another one on. So we're talking about pricing. And, you know, pricing is a collaboration. Mm-hmm. You've got hard numbers. You've got a lot of adjustments. You have agents arguing. You have it moving up and down. But when all is said and done, we come up with a value and a price that's been thought out. And it's been really, again, we don't go in and tell a seller what their house is worth. This is a collaboration. We have facts. They have opinions. We need to validate their opinions or authenticate their opinions. And then we all need to arrive at a price that we can live with, right? Then we need to test that price on a predictive analysis. And so think about it this way. So I'm going to leave this chart up here for just one second. So 81% of the homes in Ashburn, they just got the silver line opened up, right? They just opened up the transportation they've been waiting for four or five years, six years to get. Four out of five homes are So, so if we take a house and we work hard to make sure that we have the right price, and then we put it in the predictive analysis and do all the marketing and testing, nine times out of ten it sells. Actually, nine nine point five percent of the time it sells. And here, four out of five don't. So, so think of all the sellers that have wasted here by right not going through the process that you and I just went through. Mm-hmm. on the property in the regency you know and and there is a price for it and there is pluses and minuses but this is not grab one number out of the hat. this is fight it out argue it out i'm doing a conclusion test that price um you know we are i shared with you we're listing a house today um it's a great house um it was put on the market for 1.5 million dollars the house is worth 1.15 million dollars mm-hmm. So how that home, you know, that's why these numbers are here. I mean, that home was put on $400,000 higher than it should have been. Where was the collaboration on that one? Where was the numbers on that? Where was the price percentage of assessment on that one? Where was all that? I mean, so so professional realtors, and again, um, you know, credit to you and Ferris and some of the other agents that we're talking to, we're talking to professional real estate agents. Not, I got my license and I want to sell some houses and this is what I'm supposed, you know, no. So, anyways, I, I'm I'm going to feel comfortable having Ferris Eways here and you over in here, and you know, top agents in Ashburn, and of course we got Pat and Centerville. So, you know, we just got to make sure that in every market we walk into, A, they don't pay more than four and a half percent, because we'll make it up on volume. And B, the houses get priced correctly, see they're marketed correctly. And D, when contracts come in, we have professionals like you and Ferris and me and Pat and Kelly and Morgan and all these people, Billy, to make sure that these things get sold, stay sold at the highest price. So I don't know that that is uh that um chart kind of blew me away this morning. So I wanted to look at it. So so now we look at the market conditions as we do. All week, and I want to touch base with you about your guys' market conditions. But this is a chart that shows the percentage of assessment on homes that sold, right, or are under contract. So the blue, these are the new contracts coming in, and that's the percentage of assessment, right? These are the ones that sold. So, so the solds are one fifteen, and the and the pendings are at one sixteen. Now, what that tells me. Is that drop? because it used to be 129 wasn't selling and you know 119 was? What this is telling me is, at least in this market, it stopped going down. Now, a little bit going down here, a little bit going down here, stopped going down in Oakton. Um, This is a this is a chart that shows that, you know, although you may have a little correction in some markets, A lot of markets the pendings are better than their um than their sold so just just so everybody understands what i'm saying the green is the percentage of assessment that the homes sold for so that's what worked the blue is the percentage of assessment for what homes are currently going under contract at which is what is working so if you look at they sold at 115 and they're going under contract at 116, it appears that in many markets, that correction of at least 10% may, have, may be it. I mean, it may, it's not going to continue going down. So this shows that the market is relatively solid when it comes to that, right? So the other thing that you guys know that I always looked at is what percentage of homes are under contract. Versus on the market. So, you know, we went from 78% all the way down to 45%. Right now we're at 40. I do not blame it on the market. I blame that on the agents. I blame it on the sellers. I blame it on people overpricing. I blame it on people that are that have homes at least 10% priced higher than they should be. Right? And now the last chart we looked at, this is showing the result. They're withdrawing. Remember, I kept saying everybody's overpriced. Everybody's overpriced. There's the evidence. They're withdrawing. It is not the market. Interest rates came down half a point. There is consumer confidence that's coming back a little bit. The election is over. Now everybody's kind of back up and going, and and uh, you know, and we're going to put that house on the market and it is going to sell. Right? We got three of them going on the market. They're all going to sell. So. Anyways, I think that that, as far as I'm concerned with the market, this is a disgrace. This is evidence that people are overpricing homes. And this is evidence that the decline of 10% in market values, because we had just overinflated. Obviously, everybody knew that. We had overinflated. But I think that's stopping. I think it's, it's settling down in the teens. And just so everybody knows, our normal percentage of assessment is somewhere about 108%. So we're still over what I would consider to be the values, but it stopped dropping like a rock. It literally dropped like a rock very quickly. So, so that is, that is my take on the, on the market. And now what I like to do, cause I had such a great time. Mr. I got to tell you, man, you know, we go out and the worst. I did the worst thing you could ever do around you. I know you're a gambler. I know you're a golfer. I know you like to go out and take Scott and chips money. Mm-hmm. Um, but to chip that that ball in, that was an accident, you know. What I mean? Yeah, I love. You don't it. want to chip a ball in around this guy? <laughs> That's going to cost me strokes when we go out. Yeah, that was pretty funny. But that was that was an example of the lifestyle. So let's talk about Dominion Valley. Let's talk about going behind the gates. Uh, I noticed some of it is behind the gates in a gated community. Some is not. What's what's the difference between those markets?
1: Yeah, so there's um, we got basically seven private unique gates throughout dominion valley we also have the regency which is i like to say 55 or better right i'm getting getting close there casey you're 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 getting close to the 55 right by it man yeah (laughs) lots of main level living opportunities um and you got the estate you got estates you got executives you got the, the move up um sizes you have attached homes you got pretty much something for everyone in dominion valley you know 24 7 gated access is great Uh, as an, as a property owner, you can exclude bad relatives from having access to your home. Um, No, you know, solicitors, you know, there's all kinds of positive things living behind a gate, right. Um, You know, some, some security there.
0: Now it sounds like, and I, and I know that I've done a bunch of houses out there um, a couple of years ago. It seems like a lot of the buyers were coming from within that community or in that area. A lot, one, I used to make say that once they're in Haymarket they stay in Haymarket. Mm-hmm. Do you find most of your buyers moving up down and around in in Haymarket or do you find new buyers coming into from the east?
1: Yeah, I mean I think we see a little bit of both. Like you said, once you get into, let's say a townhouse in Dominion Valley, the idea is to stay in that community and move up as your family expands. We also see folks from inside the beltway, they recognize, "Oh my god, what kind of so much more house and value." looking at private schools, what they're paying for private schools and and, and et cetera, and move, you know, 35, 40 miles West. It just, it makes, it's an easy sell for us. Yeah. Because there's so, it's just so much offered out here.
0: And I'll tell you, Johnny, so, you know, as you and I have talked about it, our marketing strategy is when we're doing our marketing is the buyers are coming from the East and we like to show Arlington by, if I have a Vienna house, show that property to people looking in Arlington. And easy to find with uh, geofencing and Google ads and things like that. So we take our ads from Vienna and we post them all over Vienna and McLean, um, social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and all that. So, so we use that to get buyers to come from Arlington to Vienna. And now we'll use the same technology to get people come from Vienna, Oakton, uh, Arlington, all the way out to uh, to Dominion Valley. And I don't want to say all the way out. All the way me. out. and yeah, not all the way out. I'm t- First of all, we're talking to the number one Route 66 fan of all time. I love 66. I love 66. It's so quick and so. And now, love watching them build it. But now, literally, you get on that expressway, and you're going 75. It's not. It's not 55. It's 75. Right. I think the speed limit is 70. I pushed it a little bit, but it's 70 miles an hour out there. It's 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 quick. I mean, it takes me uh, probably about 15 minutes to get to International. And it took me 31 minutes to get to your guys' front doorstep. Love it, and, um, and it was fun. It was fun out there because everybody had that atmosphere of you know we're just we're just hanging around the country club. The views were beautiful. The lake was nice. The course is nice. Um, tell me something about joining that that golf course. When somebody comes out and and moves out there, what would it cost to join? Let's say the Regency course, the smaller course. Yeah, exactly.
1: For the, for the older folks, it's it's a par 62. 4,100 yards. I mean, it's the cool thing about Regency, Dominion Valley. It's part of a larger network. Um, It used to be called Club Corp. Now it's Invite. So Mm -hmm. when you join Regency, you join Dominion Valley, the big course, you have access and rights to all these other courses, including Piedmont, River Creek, Chantilly National. You're part of a bigger network. So when you travel for a cart fee, you can go and play some courses while you travel that are part of this network. The Tower Club, the Business Center—I mean, there's tons of added value when you join Dominion Valley Country Club or, or Regency. Um, It's—I mean, it's a great deal. And yeah. compared to some places like your fancy club, the initia- initiation fees are relatively low. I right. mean, I paid twenty thousand when I joined, but I joined back in two thousand five. Now it's like five, three thousand, five thousand, seven thousand initiation fee. You have weekday golf memberships, you have full golf memberships, you have just a social membership, which. Right. interestingly enough you own in dominion valley or regency you have to be a social member which it's a no-brainer like 75 80 bucks a month right. Use your freaking member number get some bloody marys go to brunch yeah
0: relax and have a good time let's how go much, how much is the like a homeowner association fee when you move into a dominion valley
1: yeah so it's a one-time capital contribution fee of 2500 okay um the hoa is relatively reasonable at 160 dollars and then, like I said, the social membership is, is eighty five dollars right now, and that, that gives you your member number. Go into the clubhouse, order some drinks at the pool, boom, right. Living in right. the life.
0: Don't give it to your kids.
1: Yeah, just don't give it. Yeah. it to them. don't give it to the kids. <laughs> there goes and the there
0: goes the bill. Uh, <laughs> well, speaking of kids, let's talk about the schools. What is, you know you got Prince. A lot of people tout Fairfax County schools. They tout Loudoun County schools.
1: What about the Prince William County? What's yeah, you got in there. You know, I mean, I, I would recommend the the school system there. The cool thing about this neighborhood is they're all inside the neighborhood. You know who who your kids are in class with. They're your neighbors. So the elementary school, we have two with the middle school, Ronald Reagan, um, all the Dominion Valley filters into that. And then you have Battlefield High School, which is a, it's where my kids went. And um, it's it was a great experience. Let me tell you, man, out here in the suburbs, parents are very involved in their kids' education. If something's going wrong, snap, it's getting fixed. Yeah, it's been, yeah, I've been good.
0: I don't know what would make anybody want to be on the school board to listen. To, you know, to have all these people coming after them, I'm like, yeah, last thing I want is is a is a mad mom coming after me. You know, yeah, it's, it's but uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it is nice. You know, it's kind of like the Vienna community where we've got everybody goes to the elementary schools. They all go to you know basically one uh, intermediate, and then everybody you know will go to Madison. Most kids will go to Madison, mm-hmm. and they'll stay in that little community thing that works works very well you know, really you're selling community when you go out there, you know what I mean? And the fact that most people move in and out and around, up to bigger houses, we see this, and we used to do a lot in, like, Franklin Farms and things, they move from small houses to big houses, they didn't want to leave that community, you know? You kind of get anchored in your, um, do you see most of do do these, the Regency, right? So 55 plus, we have a lot of people in Vienna, they're like, I don't know what to do, you're not you know, I don't know where to go, right? They want to be close to their kids. Their kids are in the Washington metropolitan area. They don't want to leave. Vienna is expensive maybe because, hey, we've got, um, you pay a lot for schools and location and being able to get to work. So I always look at the look at our sellers and say, you're paying for a big house, which you don't need. You're paying for schools, which you don't need. And you're paying for location close to the, the thing that you don't need. So there's a lot of money that you're paying that you really don't need to pay. If you had a seven eight $800,000 house at the Regency, smaller house that you're not paying for, you know, stuff that you really do enjoy. Now it's golf and community and, you know, hanging around at clubs and enjoying the water and all the rest of that stuff. And now you're not paying for the location because again, you save $20,000 a mile as you're moving out. So if the kids want to, you know, spend some time and come out and spend time with you, you have
1: yeah
0: country club to hang
1: out at. Yeah, it's, it's cool. great. Yeah, it's great. I mean, let's face it. Parents want to be around their grandkids and both my parents and and Laura's parents live in the Regency. It's just, it makes sense.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're living, man. Well, it's great. It's great to have a, this is, you know, we're looking for migrating to our main area, which is Vienna and Oakton in this area. And then where are we going to go to out? Um, uh, Willowsford was a great option. A lot of people are moving out to Willowsford uh Haymarket is a great option whether it's piedmont or dominion valley i mean both are great i know you're the number one agent in piedmont now we're gonna go ahead and take over uh dominion valley and then you know make this a prototype that we're going to work throughout the whole washington area as we saw with all those red charts there's a lot of sellers that need help there's a lot of people that are overpricing it um what is the key to your success over in piedmont why you know, I know how we got number one. How did you get number one? Yeah. I mean, you got a 20% market share. One out of every five yeah. houses in Piedmont is sold by you.
1: So Man, how do you is, and Laura do it? What's your, it's good. What's your... it, it literally is selling the lifestyle. It's We're members of the club. So we're we're up at the club. We can attest. Our kids went through the schools. Uh, we absolutely love living out here. So it's it's not a sale. It's You're right. going up, you're talking to the guys, and everybody wants to know what's going on in the market. Right. Talk about you know sellers, the the agents that are are working with sellers that are looking in the rearview mirror. It's going to cost them money. You know, just knowing what's going on in values and market, and then communicating that. And it's not a sales pitch. It's literally I want to help these my neighbors because I'm invested. I want to see property values go up. I don't want to see chasing the market down and have price adjustments. I hate price adjustments, Casey. Yeah. I hate them. Well,
0: we do. I'll tell you what, the only thing we do with prices is accept contracts that are going up. <laughs> I mean, we don't we don't take, you know, somebody says, Oh, this is the this is the comment that the agent made. I took over the other day. Um, the seller said, Well, they said you can never price it too high. Mm-hmm. Um, a more incorrect statement has never been made ever. Okay. You can only you cannot price it too low. Mm-hmm. You can only price it too high. Yep. Because if you price it too high. We call it the death spiral. You're going down and you're dropping price. But here's what happens. So they price up here and the house is here. Well, as the house sits on the market, it loses value because it gets stale. So then you drop the price, but you haven't caught it yet. It's still dropping and you haven't caught it yet. This is called the death spiral, right? And they keep dropping and they get frustrated because the house keeps going down. Well, you've got to get it underneath. That value, where people were willing to bid it back up over and sell real quick, and and eliminate the um, eliminate the home inspections and all the rest of that stuff, if you're going to do that. But let me t- let me ask you something. We we don't have much time left. But what do you think are the major problems that why people aren't being able to sell their house out in Piedmont or Dominion Valley? What do you think is the main problems?
1: I don't think they're taking advantage of the whole predictive analysis. I mean, like this new one in Regency you know, the seller wants X number of dollars. And, you know, the, the stats are going to tell us.
0: Yeah. Let's,
1: let's get to the if it's if we know we're going to have zero showings, that's the worst. That's that's a concern. I'm concerned if we're going to list it to this price, we're going to do all this work to set up the home and no one's going to come look at it. That's the right. last thing we want. We're, we're dead in the water. Get to, get to that price. And and I'm, I'm pretty good at convincing. I know you are, too, yeah. about we, we have your best interest in mind. We're not looking for a quick sale. We want to see you get the most amount of money as possible at the right. end of this process. So right. I think I think overpricing it, um, I, I think we're really good at setup. Our photos are on point. We can do the drones yeah. out here. My videos yeah. are, you know, sellers love our videos. They're actually better for us than our, our listing. But, you know, right. they're, um, I, I just think just the whole package, the steps that we go through to set up the house, the right. pricing. It, it gets it done, man. I mean, we've, we had three offers on a listing in Oak and Gainesville million 75. Yeah. We got it to a million 85 and who's going over ask. We are
0: right. Yeah. That, well, that's true. I mean, if we do it right, we do get over asked. I mean, I, I've got three listings launching and I'm going to be shocked if I don't get over list price on, on all three of them. Um, five out of the last six were, were prices that exceeded the list price. So, um, and the only one that wasn't was one that wouldn't listen to the predictive analysis yeah. and sat there. and Nobody came to the house. It's like I'm we're, we can only tell people. And again, let me just emphasize. So taking over Dominion Valley, by the way, I like the golf pro walks in and he goes, hey, Johnny, how you doing? He go, good, good. We're here to take over Dominion Valley. The guy went, oh, OK. <laughs> <laughs> but but you know what? Here's the passion we have to have John people are getting bad advice. People are overpricing houses. They're withdrawing, they're losing money. The contracts are not being negotiated correctly. They're not doing a predictive analysis to make sure they sell on time. So there's a lot of damage going on and we need to fix that. And we need to find agents that can fix it in other markets. We've got the engine, we know what it works. So all we need to do is you know, get agents in these markets and then, um, and then feed off each other. And I will say this, when we talk about collaboration, a team that has Ferris Wave and Johnny G and Laura and Kelly and Morgan and Billy and, and Pat and Pam and everybody, Colby. I mean, when everybody sits in a room, it's amazing how smart everybody really is and what Morgan will bring to the table. And then what Billy will bring to the table, what you bring to the table. So, so when we get together, you know, as a group, um, you may be just doing something that Ferris is not, and that will help him and make us all better. And Ferris may be doing something I'm not doing. And it's like, that's a great idea. Let's do that. So so again, this is not anybody telling anybody what to do. It's a collaborative effort, just like with our pricing, that we'll all get together and we'll all get better. So uh, so welcome to board John. I'm very excited. Can't wait to call Danny and say, hey, Danny, remember that guy you were telling me about that big hitter is coming to Samson Properties? Yeah, he's on Casey Samson's team. <laughs> so, so welcome to you and welcome to Laura. We look forward to having a long, a happy relationship. All right. Let's go, Casey. All right, buddy. Let's go. All right. All right, everybody. It's been another edition of Coffee with Casey. Thanks for listening in. We'll see you again next Thursday at 1030, where who knows what surprises we'll have. But we'll certainly make sure we keep you up to date on market conditions. Bye now.